like, yeah, I, I remember that. And then I go, well, you know, there's a really great website out there. There's actually a couple of them. You can find them all through MattTracker.com. As I say, with nieces and nephews coming up, then they look around my room and they, they throw their toys on the ground and want all my toys, which I don't blame them because toys today stink. Along those lines, that would be still neat to see a new toy line come out, and the market is there. Select the mask agents best suited for this mission. Jason G, DJ, movie writer, 80s guru, vehicle code name, Frontier. Wyatt B, sound engineer, movie writer, airman, vehicle code name, Dakota. Personnel approved. Assemble Mobile Armored Strike Command. Welcome, MassCast listeners, to part three of MassCast 22, where we are talking about collecting masks. If you've listened to the first two parts, you've heard some great discussion about the mask property in general, and also a little bit about our personal collections and some tips for collecting some of the mask items. In part three, we begin right where we left off in part two, and we'll give Bill Ferries with MattTracker.com the floor and let him brag about his collection, including mask and other items. Then we'll also be talking about how we view our collection. Is it to showcase our love of mask, or is it more of an investment down the road to maybe sell one day? Or is it we're looking to pass it on to our kids someday? We'll also give a shout out to mask collectors who posted up their collection up on our Facebook page a while back. And then we'll wrap up the three-part discussion by talking about what if a new mask toy line was released? What would it look like? What would we want to see in it in relation to our mask uh, movie script? So we thank everybody for listening to parts one and two. And without further ado, let's listen to part three of MassCast 22, Collecting Mask. We'll kick it over to Bill. If he's still on the line, it's been a bit. We've taken up some time talking about our stuff. But what you got, Bill? Uh, it's my turn. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, well, I, I do have that Voltron that you just spoke of. Um, so I, I remember throwing that thing at my brother. Uh, that <laughs> it was a lot of fun doing that. Uh, it really hurt him. Uh, I'm sure sure it wasn't fun for him, but uh, you know it, it was definitely. I, I have fond memories of that when I saw it at the flea market. I and especially the price I got it for. And then Kevin Mills, who is one of the frequent uh, visitors of our Facebook page and uh, the message board was able to help me complete it with, uh, by getting me the, the green lion's head. So it was pretty cool, actually, the way it all came together. Very, very odd, but very cool. Um, if you've been following along on the Facebook page at all and on the main site, I have a couple of different things that I collect, and it's basically... It's basically everything I had when I was a kid. Uh, mass is kind of the exception. Initially, I said to myself, I'm just going to get back to things I had when I was a kid. 
And then it kind of went south or north. I guess we'll call it north because I don't really consider it a problem, but uh, uh, some might, but some, I don't. Uh, I, I initially wanted to start out with just the figures for mask, and it kind of spiraled out of control. But I, I'll go. I'll talk about that last. Um, I collect a lot of retro games for Super Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Genesis, sixty-four. Um, GameCube, things like that. Uh, it's really, I like I love having those because uh, my little nieces and nephews will come over and we'll play Mario or Sonic. Um, I think after this interview, I'm going to be going to play Turtles in Time with my wife's little cousin. So for Super Nintendo, he wants to play. Nice. It. So it's, you know, it's going to be. It's it's cool to have those um, you know, available, and you know they they can get pricey. It's a whole other ball game. Um, you can get games for really cheap if you go to flea markets and things like that. But don't go nuts with those. Don't you don't have to have every game ever made. Just uh, keep that in mind if you're ever going to try doing that again. Try getting your games back. You don't have to have every one. Um, but I have a lot of uh, a lot of old '80s toys as well. Basically, uh, the things that are that are pictured in uh, my photos are all the toys I had when I was a kid, or uh, stuff that I had gotten back that I knew I had when I was a kid. I had a lot of He-Man, a lot of Turtles, um, a lot of real Ghostbusters, um, Kenner Superpowers, uh, Marvel Secret Wars, and um, I didn't have any G.I. Joes, I know that, or, or Transformers, I had a couple of them. But I know that I had a lot of uh, Batman the Animated Series as well. Uh, I'm, I'm probably a bigger fan of Batman than I am of anything else, but I don't I don't accept the fact that the Tumblr was the Batmobile in the first two movies. Uh, I just don't accept that. The, you know, the, the Christopher Nolan series anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I consider the animated series Batmobile to be the the best. Uh, I know it's up for debate because you can't race the thing out there with the other cars, but I just always loved the body design on it. Uh, it was always my favorite. I do have a couple of them. Um, I have the Kenner Superpowers one, the Tim Burton '89 movie one, and the, the you know that one there, the animated series. So a definitive, definitive show for me. So I'm collecting those again as well. Um, with anything, try to do your research on what you're collecting, and you can you know get stuff back as you, as as best you can with the, whatever fund you have available. But it's kind of sporadic with all those other items I have, other than mask kind of just happens um i'll be out i'll see something like a retro shirt or something like that it'll be uh maybe like the blue batman from the 80s and i'm like man i gotta go find that and uh, it just kind of it kind of triggers it it's not a not a problem i guess but uh you know it's like i said it's it it just kind of happens like i remember i had that you know i had that i have to have that Uh, just the other day i saw somebody wearing um an Exo Squad T-shirt. If you remember that, I was like, I just <laughs> made the T-shirts for that. But I was like, I was like, now nah, I got to go try to track some of those down. Um, uh, I, I mean, I thought I was weird being 30 and walking around with my mass T-shirt on. Um, my wife looks at me a little weird, but uh, you know, it's uh, very proud of that shirt that I just got actually from um, from 80stees.com. Not doing a plug You're definitely for Definitely not the thing. only one. Yeah, I had a T-shirt. <laughs> I wish uh, I wish I had kept them, um, you know, all the ones I have. I have a couple of mass shirts. I tried to make them myself because I couldn't find them anywhere. Um, but 
finally I found that one on 80s tees, and it's not the it's not the exact logo, but it's close enough to where people will see it and remember it. I, it's it's really cool to walk through the stores and people are like, man, I I remember that, and then I go. Well, you know, there's a really great website out there. There's actually a couple of them. Uh, you can find them all through MattTracker.com. It's kind of like, you know, like a conversation starter. So uh, that's pretty cool. But you can see all the pictures of all that stuff there. I'm very proud of all that stuff I have as well. But it's definitely not my focal point. Um, as I said before, I started with the figures, trying to get them back. I, I didn't have a lot of space when I was recollecting. And the house I moved into... This room the, for my office isn't gigantic, but it had enough space. I was like, well, all right, well, all my toys have to come out of hiding now, and they're going to be displayed everywhere. It's my room. It's my, my, my office, so I can you know, do whatever I want there. Uh, so the, the figures themselves, uh, a lot of people ask me what they're sitting on. It's, um, it's actually from uh, my grandfather built it years ago for hockey cards. And uh, it just so happens that the mass figures are almost a perfect size. So definitely worked out in the end on that one. Um, it's, it's a cool way to display them, although it's not very deep. But they all stand on there. And I got all the figures, uh, every, every figure complete, which took me a long time to get, uh, over 10 years, actually, um, of collecting. That's a long time when you think about it, really. But... Um, I know there's other people out there who have much larger collections than me, but when I was able to finally track down the Bruno Shepard from Racing Arena and get it here and then put the mask I had on it and then put it up on that shelf, kind of you know took me back a little bit there. I'm like, I know I never had this figure, but now I have them all. So I, can, uh, I was like, maybe I can stop now. But then I was like, mm, my vehicles aren't complete now, so I have to move over to them. Um, and my vehicles are just displayed on just some normal shelves you can get at Lowe's or Home Depot. You know, I'm trying to display it as best I can. As I said, I, I kind of started with the first series, getting them back. I had a couple from when I was a kid, but I destroyed them. I was really hard on my toys, so which is a shame. I'm surprised that as many of I have is, uh, have survived uh, as long as they have, too. But uh, trying to get them back. I uh, started with the first series and kind of progressed, and as... I was completing the first and second and third. Well, I don't have the third yet. I, I need Mantis still, but uh, hopefully I'll get that soon. Um, I, I was like, all right, well, I guess i got to make the jump into the split seconds. And, you know, it, as I said before, if you want to try to be serious about this, you're going to have to do a lot of digging. And they're not easy to come by in good condition. Uh, you won't find a lot of them with the missiles or the bombs or things like that. That goes for most of them, but a lot of times I was able to find the, the vehicle cheaper because it didn't have anything with it, which condition doesn't really matter to me as long as I have it in the collection. I'm not doing this to, to have a shrink wrap box of everything. It's kind of, you know, I turn around and look at all this stuff or... As I said, when my niece, you know, nephew come up, they're they're wanting to play with these toys, and I have to yell at them, but then they look at me and with their you know, their cute eyes, and I can't I can't say no. I can't play with the mass toys, but they can play with everything else. So um, I actually have a couple of extra mass toys that uh, nephew plays with when he comes up, uh, extra Thunderhawk and um, uh, Gator. So he has a uh, he's been exposed, so it uh, it actually works out for him too. He. He loves coming up here, so it's it's a lot of fun, and it does take a lot of time. 
and yeah, it's it's basically for me. It's eighties toys, vintage games, and mask. Big hockey fan too, but that's a whole other story. Um, we'll talk about that, uh, I guess, another time maybe. But it's kind of where my collection stops. So I'm definitely most proud of my mask collection, though. Yeah, just jumping off what you said, Bill, and going into our next little point here uh, about kind of how we view our collection. Is it more of a you know investment? Is it more of something just to kind of showcase your '80s pride? I guess you would say, or or pass along to your kids. Um, I came into my collecting as all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna collect these. I'm gonna try to complete them, but at the same time, I'm doing it in a way that I want to share with my boys because I had shown them the, the cartoon and they had liked it. And I had a, a couple vehicles. This is uh, early in 2011 when uh, they started asking, "Daddy, can we get some of those vehicles?" and uh, so I said, I'll start getting a few so they can just see what it's like, and it just kind of morphed from there. But I've always kind of gone into it as these vehicles I'm going to let them play with and let them enjoy the way I did. And I'm not too much worried about if a piece gets broken here or there. Um, there's, you know, always, I can always go back on eBay and, and try to replace it if I need to or something. But. You know, I keep them in boxes, and we'll get the boxes down every once in a while, and they'll pick out a couple to play with, and I'll put the boxes up, and they, you know, we'll bring them back down, and they'll switch them and get a couple more, uh, put a couple back, and that's how I kind of have viewed my collection. I'm, I am proud that one of the vehicles in my collection is one that I had from my kid complete. It was the, the Hurricane. That was the first one I got, and uh, so... It's in there as well, and I, I don't have a place to store them, kind of like you, Bill, and, and you know shelving and cases or whatever. But uh, at the same time, we still enjoy them, and and I, I look at them as an investment, uh, but also at the same time, I'm not going to uh, keep them under glass just to keep them from you know anything happening to them or anything like that. Um, I guess we got that kind of. Same impression with you, Bill, with uh, your collection, and it's more of a, I guess, accessible collection. It's not one where you're getting everything with the original box and, you know, and trying to basically get a fully complete set. Um, it's just a matter of having the thing and being able to pull out and look at it once in a while if you need to. Am I right in that assessment? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's probably right on the head really um i mean when i was a kid i didn't i didn't play with the box uh, maybe i did play with a box but it was like a <laughs> good box. point uh, it wasn't um uh, i didn't look at the box and go uh okay let me push this box on the ground you know or uh, i don't have the memories of you know playing with these toys with my cousins or my brother or my parents even you know like uh, that's what it is for me it's the memories of all of this and as I said, with you know nieces and nephews coming up, and they, they look around my room and they they throw their toys on the ground and want all my toys, uh, which I don't blame them because toys today stink. So, you know, it's it, it's it, definitely an investment, and uh, you know I'm not going to let them play with the uh, you know the Bruno Shepherd from Racing Arena, but um, there's definitely some mass toys that I've I've gotten extra on purpose to allow them. So if they go you know try to jump up to, to grab. 
you know, Fire Force or something like that, I'd go, hey, how about you play with a vampire here instead, you know? I can get a new vampire for $10, uh, as you were kind of, you know, hinting at, Jason, but, uh, you know, if something happened to it, but Fire Force is a little harder to come by, so it is, it, it's, a, it's a very complex, I guess, uh, way I view it, but kind of encompasses everything, but someday I would like to hopefully pass it on, or um, if, you know, that doesn't happen, uh, it'd be an investment, but I'm definitely very proud of it, and uh, you know, people people don't really know what it is, uh, what mask is. Still, um, a lot of my a lot of my friends do like don't remember it. So whenever they come over, they they have to look around for a couple minutes, and and then they they, they start remembering things. And when they remember that, and they like I see that look on their face, like that you know that little smirk or something, they kind of remember something about it. It's really cool to see that and to kind of share. You know, be able to share the memories again, and, and um, talking with my parents, they, you know, they tell me about the, you know, that the, some of the pictures that I posted of me opening up the toys when I was a kid for Christmas or my birthday, whatever that was. Um, you know, they talked about how much I freaked out whenever, you know, whenever I got something like that. Uh, you know, running around the room and, um, you know, memories like that are, you know, it's all ties together. So, uh, yeah, it's an investment. Yeah, I want to pass it down. Yeah, maybe I'll sell them. <laughs> I'm not sure, but they're definitely meant to be handled. They're definitely meant to be uh, looked at, not behind lock and key. Um, I said I'm not as, I guess, hardcore as some other people might be uh, by having everything boxed and looking for everything shrink-wrapped. Uh, um, it's just not not toy collecting in my eye. It's not box collecting. Nothing wrong with the boxes at all. They're great designs, but they're not what I had when I was a kid. I, I threw them away, which in hindsight I wish I didn't, but um, same thing with all my old Nintendo games too. I wish I didn't throw the boxes away, but I did. Um, you, know, you don't know that when you're a kid, so you just destroy everything in your path, but uh, yeah, I said it's definitely to have everything, and not only that, but with the website too, like it kind of both of the both the website and the collection both fuel me to go back and forth too, so uh, getting something new gets me motivated again to do something else with the website and vice versa. Um, and everybody's comments and they're like, oh yeah, I remember that. You know, I remember that toy. And you know, after thinking about it, I want to I want help everybody share the memory. I guess so. It's kind of what a that would what that would be. Very profound, but yeah, it's it's all over the place. But um, it's it's hard to it's hard to give it one thing really. It's it's everything, <laughs> whatever whatever it does to make people happy and make me happy. I guess um, that's what I care about the most. So with all the old toys as well, um, especially if I can save my nephew from playing with whatever god awful toys are out there today. So whenever he comes up here. He's always well taken care of, so it's a it's a lot of fun. Hopefully, I didn't confuse anybody there, but um, <laughs> it's it's hard to it's hard to really give you uh, a one definitive answer because it's my I'm still still collecting it and I still think of it as everything. So it's uh, not everything in my life, like not it's not like I live by this, but it's it has so many different heads. It's like uh, 
what's that, what's that dog that guards Hades? Uh, Cerberus, you know. So it's uh, has a lot of heads. Or uh, better better analogy would be the Godzilla monster. What was that one? <laughs> I forget what that was called, but you know. So yeah, it's 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 everything to me, with you know all kinds of things. So um, yeah, but now I'm rambling, so I'll move over to Wyatt now and let him uh, talk about what uh what his collections are going to do for him someday. Yeah, um, really, it's just two part, more like Jason's. Uh, all my toys that I have or even collect are are twofold. They are they are an investment. I know, like for the Tonka toys, for instance, I know that uh, I've casually looked up their prices and. Uh, I've probably got a lot of money there that I could get to if I needed to. Uh, but they're also toys, and I want to hand them down to my my son or my kids to exactly be toys. You know, have fun, enjoy them, grab the Thunderhawk and pretend Switchblade shooting at them. A toy is a toy to me, and, and I want to see them have it just as much fun as I had with them, just goofing around. But... You know, if I need the money, I'm sure I can sell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, I think we're pretty much all on the same uh, thought track there um, with our collections. And you want to pass them along and you want to kind of conjure up those memories of when you were a kid as well. So it's hard to hard to wrap your mind around, oh, this is just, uh, I'm doing this just for the money. Well, no, we're not. Nobody's collecting masks just for the money. If you are, then... Like Bill said, you're the, you're the box collector. You're you're trying to find those mint in package uh, toys and then turn for a profit or something later down the road. But nobody that is doing this not for an investment um, is is not getting them out and you know passing them on to somebody in their family. But uh, I wanted to pass along while we're trying to uh, wrap this puppy up. We've been <laughs> we've gone quite long, which is awesome. This has been really great. We've, we've got a nice overview and everything, but I wanted to mention um, a few people that have posted their collections up on Facebook this past week, which was uh, Eric Wu and Chris Field. Of course, we talked about Brent Scarano. He actually had a uh, series that's called That New Toy Smell. He went and documented his entire collection for these guys and uh, posted it up on YouTube, which was pretty impressive all under a glass case and, uh, you know, like we were talking about before, those uh, unique drawings and, and posters and stuff on the wall that he had. And then uh, also David Walker. Um, so thanks to those guys for uh, sharing their collections with us this week uh, on Facebook. And usually, typically on uh, MassCast, we end with a kind of tie-in to the movie and the movie script that we've written. Um what do you guys think about uh, Mask, the toy line making a comeback? You know whether there's a our movie is made or uh, if Hasbro decides to release a new Mask series. Um, what do you guys think those toys would look like, uh, or what? Maybe if you had the uh, final decision on some improvements or, or what you envision out of a new Mask toy line, uh, Bill. What do you think? Uh, what would you put into the the toy line? Well, if they were going to release something new, um, I would hope that it would tie to the old series. Um, I don't want to see. I mean, the GI Joe tracker was great, but I don't want them to to go along that route. 
Um, if they want to release figures, like, you know, if they want to just do that, it's fine. But if they're going to release the vehicles again, I would hope that they would be around, the, you know, the, the same sizing of, um, you know, the series from, you know, 85 to uh, 80, 88, I think they were. So, you know, the figures being the same size for the vehicles. So that way there, the collectors uh, of them can tie them all together instead of, you know, having giant G.I. Joe size vehicles in your collection as well or something along those lines. Um, I would just hope they would stay with, um, you know, the same ones they, they had produced uh, back in the mid-80s. I doubt they would, but uh, I think that would be the way to go. Well, uh I wouldn't be amiss by saying, you know, we hope that the toy line would match our movie. Uh, but even if it wasn't our script that got taken, if Hasbro or Kenner would team up and uh, put together a new mask toy line, even if they modernized it, if they kept some of the comms up the same, like uh, like the way Thunderhawk would have transformed with the gullwing doors or uh, like a newer crotch rocket type speed cycle for condor uh, along those lines that would be still neat to see a new toy line come out and the market is there we've seen it with transformers transformers has gone on since the 80s uh, in some form or fashion it's like a mainstay now in, in our society it seems so i don't see any reason why mass couldn't make a big comeback and maybe even overtake transformers maybe for a season or two but uh, it'd be the big thing for quite some time and there's always going to be fans uh, jumping on that and in fact i wouldn't doubt that there'd be a small little mob if the mass toy line comes back out i agree i think probably the toys that would uh you know be released alongside a, a new movie or uh, new cartoon would probably be the most important part of rebooting Mask because uh, there's lots of people that I know that remember the toys more or, or I guess cherish the toys more than the cartoon itself and just how interactive they were. I, I think the toy line would have to be you know state of the art almost to uh, to really make that impact that it had back then. Um, and then to get those people to come, you know, on board again, I, I really wouldn't mind if they did some new things. If maybe the, you know, figures were a little bit more uh, articulate, it's kind of like GI Joes are. I, I'm I'm kind of along your lines, Bill. Where I don't think they need to be the same size. If they went a little bit bigger, it would be it'd be okay. But um, you know, with technology now and and some of the toys that are released now. You could really load up these vehicles with all kinds of features, guns coming out of everywhere, you know. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I really think that um, it would be awesome to, to get a new toy line and to, uh, you know, just I think the sky's the limit really on on what they could do with a, with a new toy line. But we're going to wrap it up. Um, Bill, we want to thank you a lot for, uh, for joining us again and, kind of pouring out your collection to everybody and, uh, you know, all the tips and little tricks and uh, just basically talking mass collecting. Uh, it's been a blast, and uh, thank you so much for uh, for joining us again. That's no problem, guys. Um, you know, it's always it's always fun. It's interesting. And um, hopefully 
Um, hopefully, I'm able to find things uh, still. Hopefully, not everybody out there is uh, stealing all the auctions from me. But if uh, if you have to, I'm happy if you do. <laughs> well, I will say that uh, we're only averaging 128 downloads per episode, so I don't think you have too much to worry about there, uh, <laughs> giving away too many pointers. I know I still have a few up my sleeve that I I didn't mention, but um, I think uh, I think the listeners got a an overwhelming view of what's out there and uh, and just how to go about it and, and you know kind of picking their own way to, to start collecting or maybe picked up a tip here and there from Bill or from uh, Wyatt or myself into uh, how uh, how to go about collecting. So Wyatt, my friend, um, we're probably going to end up uh, segmenting this episode up um, since we have gone quite long. But after we uh, get through with the collecting uh, episode or episodes, um, we'll get back on track with uh, the mass cartoon, and we'll be right back with uh, episode 16, The Mystery of the Rings, which is uh, Venom going to Sunhenge with three mystical rings that will point the way to a wealth of ancient treasure. So we invite everybody to... Of course, go back to our archive and listen, and please uh, keep tuning in each week as we release the episodes, and uh, it's been, uh, as Wyatt always says, it's been a blast. That's right. It's been a real pleasure having Bill join us again from MattTracker.com. Please have a visit at his website and add it to your favorites. It's Matt-Tracker.com, and it was a great time reminiscing really about mask and our toy lines our collections bill any final words i guess if you'll allow me i'll reveal um what the next uh, giveaway will be for my website i don't know um have at it maybe i should wait i don't know let's see here um well uh if if everybody's been paying attention uh once we had 1100 facebook likes uh, you can win your very own racing in set but I decided that once we get to a thousand, I'm gonna give away two prizes. I'm gonna give away um, Piranha with Slyrax. Uh, it's missing its windshield, but it's in pretty decent shape. And uh, Vampire, but the only thing it's missing are the bombs. That's really good shape. So there'll be two winners once we get to a thousand hits. Uh, I'll be posting this on the website um, over the next few days, but um, I don't know what the release date on this is going to be but hopefully hopefully this is uh leaking it out first and then i'll post uh, more information after that all right thank you bill and we look forward to seeing you for episode 16 which will be mass cast number 23 so please tune in next time for mass cast